Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hello, podcast listener. My name is Tom Walker, and I'm the special guest on this episode of Dragon Friends that you're about to listen to. Doesn't that wet your whistle? Aren't you champing at the bit right now, you crazy little podcast pig? Oh, you're just a little audio hog, aren't you? You want your big trough full of D&D slop. Well, don't worry, I'll get to it in a second. Um, before the episode, though, if you like me, and after, to be honest, after this intro, you shouldn't, because that was fucking awful. Uh, but me and Demi Lardner have a podcast called BigSoftTitty.png. It's available for download. Uh, that's Demi Lardner and Tom Walker. We've been on this show before. Um, she played a goblin who was covered in eye patches, and I've played characters that have died in every single arc, <laughs> I guess. Uh, so yeah, thank you so much. Enjoy the episode. High above you, the orrery spins the nine known worlds form and reform in their grand cosmic ballet. But below you, a sense of doom is rising in your bellies to your hearts. For moments ago, this case seemed hopeful. You had secured yourself a goblin lawyer. Filch had said a very smart thing about missing corpses. Friezo said, and I quote, if you can't find the body, then you don't know where we buried him. Can I, can I just... And since that time, it seemed like luck is not on your side as the officiarch of Primus, Herkin, rises to his feet and clears his hippo-esque throat. <laughs> well, I think we've heard all we need to hear, even with my tiny, adorable little ears. <laughs> Which waggles severely. I think the time has come for sentencing... After an unprecedentedly short thi- uh, Sorry, we got thrown up by the Phoenix Wright uh, <laughs> sound effect. Uh, Legally after, distinct. After an unprecedentedly short amount of uh, testimony from the accused, I believe we're ready to progress. Yeah, Steyer was like, I had all this stuff. I had all these notes and I'd, I'd spent weeks planning And this. one by one, uh, the planeswalkers press a jeweled button on their consoles and their podiums flash red. First Morgana's, then Lady Casilla's, then with a sigh, Omric Gladstone's. The archivist shrugs and his goes red as well. Dave, did you base this room on the set of like one of those talent shows? <laughs> no, this is a bit too particularly based on the set of If You Are The One. Right. <laughs> Great Ori on If You Are The One. Uh, <laughs> And with a sigh, you realise that the numbers are not on your side already, for with four votes, it is sealed. And the officiarch gives a serene harumph. Harumph! And Grimmitz is like, guys, I did my best. You could have taken the wheel. You could have taken that deal. I arranged it very, very well for you. So if you could just send me home. Send me home to the wedding. No fair, no a lot foul. about this uh, Todd situation. There's some stuff that doesn't quite add up. Uh, uh, Dates-wise. Very well. Titania, uh, that uh, sort of like puddle you drip, you like pick things out of, is that a one-way street or? Uh, <laughs> Actually, it's interesting you bring that up. We're, anyway, we're going to send your friend back to the approximate time and space that he was taken from now. It's the word approximate that I'm actually going to put And up. it's a fun word. Goodbye. <laughs> and Grimmitz disappears with a whoa. Um, Titania doesn't hear you because she's sitting there, hasn't pressed the button yet. Um, uh, her, her magic fantasy button. And... Um, <laughs> Just a little bit of fucking respect, man. <laughs> and uh, she holds her hand up like this and asks for quiet and says, while it is beyond a doubt that these people have killed one of our own, Hyperion Max, and then buried his body somewhere and taunted us with that knowledge. <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> it is oh, also no. true that some time ago when my husband 
my darling, wonderful husband, with eyes like the first day of spring and a good dick. <laughs> I mean, I mean, like he really had a full-on hog. <laughs> like three of the nine turned to each other and they're like, "We get it." <laughs> <laughs> you fuck. <laughs> Did me this great kindness for no reason other than that they could help. So I use my power that I get, apparently, <laughs> uh, once every cycle to not pardon, but to stay in execution and to imprison them for life in the house eternal. Unless, of course, the archivist has any objections. Objection! <laughs> Very good. Sitting on that through the whole first half, huh? It's really burning a hole in the old keyboard. Learn <laughs> there. I find myself. He was German. Uh, yes, you're right. <laughs> no, I find myself amenable to the idea. Um, if we are to house them somewhere in an act of mercy to these misbegotten criminals, I see no reason as to why my abode should not be chosen. Uh, and Your the, uh, abode, Germany. <laughs> so wait, you say we'd be we'd be imprisoned in the house eternal? That's yeah. correct. What's that like? I need to choose whether I want that or death. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cool. I like it. It's got <laughs> nice high ceilings. Um, there's a great coffee places around that I can pop out to, but you won't be able to. It's a nice area, but it's still got a bit of an edge about it. Um, I just don't want to move somewhere where we're going to be part of the gentrifying problem. Do you know what I mean? I want to be like, I want to go to a cool area, but I don't want to be part of the problem is my point, you know? Oh, totally, totally. Remember when you said that you'd killed a man? <laughs> Maybe the murdering problem is the problem you want to distance yourself from first. Mm, I've uh, got my priorities very well set in my mind. There is a rumbling, much. and Episiarch Herkin speaks again. The right of clemency has been recognized by this council. We remand these wretched th three to the custody of the archivist to store forever in his house eternal, and this council is now adjourned. Yeah, before you do it, I'd just like to go on the record here and say I think that's bullshit. Who's that? Yeah, who are you? Steyer. Sort of been sort of the semi-big bad guy the whole... T uh, no? Okay. Forgettable. Didn't really go in? Cause I would I, describe I this season's semi-big bad guy as having a lack of credibility. <laughs> Is that... Yeah, I just sort of like... It's, it's, it, I was chasing you. You were kind of my quarry. No, no, I, I recognise you now. Sorry, sorry. You, I'm, I'm great with uh, names, terrible with faces. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's sort of... <laughs> Sort of just been brooding about. You are you are scared of me, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you you are you, you are a real big tough boy. Yeah, no, that's good. I thought I thought so I. So what, what was bullshit? The Hulk trial? I agree. This whole thing was a sham. Well, no, I was saying you should be put to death here oh. and now. Uh, two of the GIF who are wheeling out the wheel sigh. And <laughs> 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 they have to put it away again. <laughs> Another day. But summon the chocolate wheel of clemency. <laughs> <laughs> two more GIF will add a separate chocolate wheel. It's noticeably smaller. <laughs> Gaze upon the chocolate wheel and it spins. It's How just would you not all the be same. happy if we accepted life in prison, but you also got to spin the death wheel? <laughs> I, I mean, sh sure. We're all here for the wheel at the end of the day, aren't we? <laughs> so, just to clarify, you don't get to decide whether we spin the wheel. Hey, fuck you! <laughs> and before you can say anything, uh, the archivist <laughs> forms a symbol um, with his hands and it spins out, slams onto the ground at your feet and you plunge into blackness and then collapse in a heap in what seems to be a giant vaulted room in a library. A huge sign above your head reads Acquisitions. So here we are. Oh, and he's, and he's there too. <laughs> so that's, yeah, I don't actually, I would, I'm just narrating your spells because I didn't have time to do a character sheet, Tom. So. I, I did some research. So, uh, is, is this, this the archivist? Yeah, the archivist. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, he's a wizard. He's so you've done, you've, you've, you've done a character sheet? What level is he? Huh? What level is he? Well, I have an array of spells here, and he's a uh, high enough level to cast all of them. <laughs> all right. Okay, but like you're like powerful, right? Yeah, he's a high level. He's like a level... What are you, like a level, level five? Oh, I'd say more in the realm of, you know, 20s. 
Okay. Does it go that high? Yeah, no, he's he's a super powerful like metahuman. So he yeah. don't let the helicopter hair surprise you. Does he did he have any does he So you can cast like Misty Step or teleport or something? Oh sure I could cast those. Alright. Can great. you get can you give us just a sneak preview of one or two of the spells you got there? Huh? Can you give us a sneak preview of one or two of the spells you got there? Sure, okay, well uh, I'll start you off low. Uh, my first level spell is block the seed. Is it Yeah. Your first sorry is what? Uh, it's block the seed. I think ducks can do that. So Uh, I can cast this on myself. I'm, I'm incapable of getting someone pregnant or becoming impregnated for the duration of this spell. <laughs> I am still vulnerable to sexually transmitted diseases unless protective measures are taken. Okay, can you name two other spells? Yeah, sure. I've got a third level spell, Cursed Orgasm. <laughs> what kind of prison is this? It turns out it's really easy to download. Fuck off, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> the PDF book of erotic fantasy dot pdf thank you very much yeah tom yeah have you made our our wholesome dungeons and dragons podcast take its final step into being just erotic like cool i'll just i'll just finish my thoughts so cursed orgasm <laughs> uh that means that uh the next orgasm of whoever i cast that on deals uh 1d6 per level to a maximum of 10d6 damage worth it <laughs> yeah, what have I been doing? What have I been doing? It actually enhances the pleasure, weirdly. <laughs> so, yes, a powerful spellcaster not to be trifled with. Yep. Are we in, like, a sex dungeon? Uh, you weren't, but... <laughs> uh, it's really just a regular dungeon. I keep my uh, work life and my sex life pretty separate. Tom, do you have any non-sexual spells? Oh, <laughs> uh, let me just check here. Yeah, I've got uh, Liar's Curse. Uh, I can choose whether to focus this on the target's penis or nose. <laughs> or nose! Each time the target lies, no, the chosen body part grows larger. <laughs> Does that mean that the um, the the, fa- the fairy and or witch at the beginning of Pinocchio hesitated for a second and went, no nose, nose is better. <laughs> all right, all right, let's. Uh, it cannot be dispelled. <laughs> Are these real spell? Like, is this something is that, bo- that Mr. Gygax came up with? <laughs> no, uh, but this this is a real book that I think was published at some point. Um, right. Are we going to lose our uh, Wizards of the Coast partnership over this or? <laughs> Uh, all right, Here, here's a thought. This this sexual wizard <laughs> appears. And we to have o- the, the title of the episode, but go on. <laughs> appears. This is just a sidebar, so you can't hear this. Dragon Tom. huddle. Dragon huddle. This sexual wizard appears yeah. to only be able to cast spells that affect our chonguses <laughs> and apparently our noses. <laughs> so if we're willing to copper real wrong bits and bobs for a while. <laughs> I think we just kill him. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say, I think we might be very happy here. No, I don't want to have cursed orgasms. <laughs> so, okay. uh, Mr. 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 Archivist. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's so oh, much hey. worse that he's German now for some reason. <laughs> What's up? How was the huddle? Uh, we had a pretty oh good God. huddle. We were just wondering if you wanted to let us go, maybe, from this place. Oh, absolutely not. So what you're going to do here? Come on, let me bring you on a tour. All right. All right. But if, if it gets weird at all, we kill him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we're going to kill him he, first chance, mate. He touches you on the shoulder, and as he does that, the heavy chains that you've been wearing since you've arrived on Primus uh, unlock and fall to your feet and there is a shimmering glow and your backpack and weapons are restored to you. And he says, we have no need of uh, such primitive ways of restraining here. Huh. Oh, you got to give us all our stuff back. Is that huh, right? yeah. I mean, that's... Uh, why would you... Okay. 
There is no escape from the house eternal. Where you are now, you will never escape from, and so we have no need to keep you. You, you said are free you could... to wander these annexes and halls as you will. You said you could leave to go get coffee, though, so there is a way out. Oh, sorry, yeah, I could leave. The same way many wardens can leave their prisons, but unfortunately <laughs> prisoners, oopsies, they're in the prison now. So what's the difference between... Uh, so like, is this a key yeah, situation? Is it a key or is it a spell? Oh, the difference? I make this look good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm killing him. Um, in fact, he's, as he does this, he indicates to a giant door that is locked and barred behind him um, that says entrance. And he says, this, do- this door might, uh, may-, may not be here for all the good it does. Try it. Uh, feel free to exit anytime you want. Go right. ahead and try the fucking door. Uh, okay, I try the door. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, the the, the, the tumblers turn and the door opens and you can see freedom beyond. All right, I walk through the door. Now, I was just going to do like the normal fantasy thing of another door in the room opens and he comes through. But since you've invested so much into this sex wizard thing, Tom, you can say what happens. Okay, cool. Uh <laughs> Uh, it's... Oh, it, none of this is good. <laughs> you have just caught me scrolling past mass orgasmic vibrations. I think, I think, Tom... <laughs> the I only th- text for the spell is, as orgasmic vibrations, except this spell affects multiple creatures. No, <laughs> no! I think, uh, no, uh, it's just another door in the place opens and you walk out. It's exactly the same. Because, well, uh, the archivist keeps his uh, private life separate from his public life. Okay, but if we kill the archivist, can we get out? No, you will be cursed to wander here forever with no means of escape. Did you ask the archivist that? Yeah, we did. We yeah. did. We did. Okay, but he's uh, happy to tell you. He's, he's, he has yeah. no fear. Oh, yeah. Okay, so first off, you can't kill me. I'm very strong. Also... <laughs> In a very specific school of magic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of like one of those guys who's really put his 10,000 hours into some things that I don't want to talk about. <laughs> Because I'm on the clock. Ah, okay. But even if I was killed, you would still be doomed to wander here forever. Okay, so just to, re- just to recap, you're Malcolm Gladwell, Outlier's 10,000 hours skill is... It's magic in general and sex magic in specific. <laughs> okay, thank you. Yep, okay. And are you the only warden here or are there other wardens? Oh, this place need not have wardens. It keeps you in all by itself. So what happened? He walked through the door. Yeah, you walk through the door and you come, you find yourself pass entering. <laughs> you walk through the door and you emerge <laughs> through a portal in, 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 built into another wall of the room. It's like you Scooby-Doo it. Right, or like it's a really good room for Scooby doing, yeah. Yeah. And so the acquisitions hall falls in on itself. So of all the worlds in the nine known worlds, some of them are globes, like we know. Uh, The abyss, for instance, is just nine discs circling each other, and this one is just a library folded in on itself. No matter how far you go, you could travel this library and never find the same room twice. Okay. And although this is the entrance, it only folds back into the acquisitions hall. Are there any other prisoners here? Oh, loads! Uh. I don't mean the books. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wow. <laughs> One second, and he writes that down. <laughs> because I do this all the time. I'm going to use this if it ever comes up again. He goes, he goes on to tell you that... He goes on to tell you if it ever like, comes up organically. Like, I'm not going to plan around it, but... <laughs> You know, it just helps to have patterns. And then he goes on to tell you <laughs> that I'm actually taking improv classes to become better at this. <laughs> it just matters, you know, interpersonal skills. Uh. Hey, do you have to declare when you join an improv troupe whether or not you've studied sex magic? <laughs> no, it because turns out I a think... lot of people have, but very yeah. badly. <laughs> <laughs> he goes uh, on to tell you improv. So there's other, there are other prisoners here. Yes, yes. 
Uh, the, the House Eternal is, because of its nature, a perfect place for the council to store dissidents, heretics, uh, those that have wronged the council but are not worthy of death, and indeed those whose existence is just an embarrassment to the council. Uh, and because it is infinite in space, there is space enough for all of them. So over the years since the Shard Treaty, hundreds of beings have found a home here. Can we meet any of these prisoners? Is there a meet and greet? Oh, sure. Let me just... And he holds up a hand and uh, wine and cheese platter appears in it. Everyone, new people. All right. And um, a bunch of heretics, dissidents. Um, and shameful people. And petty criminals and shameful people. Not all of them because some of them are in the rec room. Yeah. But those that aren't <laughs> shuffle into the room um, like people whose only food in this library are the rats that they catch and the occasional wine and cheese platter that the archivist... <laughs> Deigns to humiliatingly bestow on them. Yeah, I mean that's. Uh, yeah. Ugh, that's I mean, that can't go to the king. No, it's, I yeah. mean, bestow it's is not a word. <laughs> if you got another go, what would you say? <laughs> okay, if, we'll, we'll cut it out of the podcast. If you, if you get it right, we'll just go straight yeah. to this word. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to do the end because I really want to do it this way. Um, Bestow, fuck you all. Yay! So, yay! Isn't learning fun? Um, uh, one of them, in fact, larger than the others, a 12 foot tall, um, a kind of titan figure with uh, mottled blue skin, sort of pushes past you and makes a dive towards the cheese table. Is that Brie? Is that Brie? Uh, yeah, got here. It could be Camembert, hard to tell on site. Anybody touch the Brie? No, it's just sort of a soft it's cheese. It's fucking mine! <laughs> and he takes a plate and he goes into the corner and starts to eat it. But he like keeps just looking at you. <laughs> That's Ajax. He fucking loves brie. That's good cheese. Any grapes? Uh, I didn't see any on there the. There were pl- no. There were no grapes. Uh, but he looks. He looks typical. at. He looks at the archivist who sort of sighs and waves his long and kind of disgusting fingers and <laughs> some, yeah. with a sodden plop some grapes uh, fall out of some kind of portal onto the table. he eats them daintily while looking at you. So anyway, if that's all the questions you have here are your new friends forever. <laughs> um, the bathroom is, how do I put this uh, wherever you make it? Uh, and um, these are all books. Anyway. Okay. Uh, uh, Dave, I'm going to do an arcana check to find the most magical book. Where's the most magical book? Uh, that's a 16 plus Arcana, which is 521. Where's the uh, most magical book? Great question. An E-Wing on the third floor of the library uh, in sort of like on the second shelf. Uh-huh. And what, what is it? Can I tell from here? Oh, it's a book of all the fucking magic. <laughs> it's just top notch. Top shelf magic. A, a book of all the magic. Yeah, mostly. No, 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 no. The, I think no, you'll no, find that this is in keeping with all the fucking magic. <laughs> Alright, Dave, take me there. What, me take you there? How do you think this works? <laughs> no, no you, you don't. You we can... arrive in the library on the third floor. <laughs> okay, sorry, no. No cheese and no grapes. Um, and six we- like six days later, all of you make for me an exhaustion check. Because Frizo, and I'll make it for Bobby, um, who fails it, any, anyone who... You, um, it's what do we add to it, DC 14. Uh, I wrote a 15. What's, it, what's exhaustion? Just make a constitution save for me. All right, cool. Yeah, I nailed it. Mm. Yeah, I nailed it. Okay, so, so Bobby's at disadvantage. Um, so not having eaten the cheese, not having eaten the grapes, not having even eaten the camembert, for now six days you have wandered this library searching for the mythical second shelf in the E-wing on the sixth floor. However, as the staircases and corridors wind in on themselves, you cannot help but feel that you will never find this place or this book that Frizo inexplicably wants. However, on the sixth day when all hope seems lost, you at last see a familiar face as you turn a corner and you see, walking towards you, the titan that you met in Acquisitions. Let me fucking guess. E-wing, sixth floor. Yeah, it's a bit of a hazing joke we have here. <laughs> What's the joke? You did an arcana check, didn't you? Yeah, he's... Yeah, oh, he's looking for the fucking book! <laughs> oh, I, I, <laughs> and then he runs away. <laughs> and also, you didn't get to see what that character looked like and nobody knows. <laughs> 
Is that a second character? Uh, <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> if you hurry, I reckon you can catch him. <laughs> oh, we've still got our crystal bracelets. Should we try calling our ship? Uh, uh, even as you, you press them over the sex days and they sort of throw... What, the what days? <laughs> the six days. Cool. The six days. Okay, is that, is that what you say? Uh, I, and they, they sort of throb weekly and... <laughs> and die. Dave, I'm it, sorry. It seems, having left Primus, you were too far away um, from oh. Logan. Okay. Uh, Ajax. Wait. You're a big blue boy. <laughs> That's right. What are you in here for? Oh, the list goes on. Doesn't really. It's just one thing. Um, heresy, really. Oh. Ah, so speaking ill of the king. Is uh, it? Or God, I think. God. Yeah, it was sort of a big, uh, big uh, preacher deal back oh, in... Oh, uh, are you like a big in the atheist community in this regard? Or big in the what? An more, atheist of, more, more of a technomancer, he says. Are you a technomancer? Yeah. Smooch machines and whatnot? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. Are you asking me if I smooch machines or if I make smooch machines? No, no, no. Hang on. Do, do you do you think a mancer means kisser? Yeah, no, like a romance. What do you think a necromancer is? <laughs> <laughs> Someone who smooches ghosts. You're a necromancer when after you're done kissing the mouth, you move down <laughs> slightly lower. <laughs> <laughs> I expected. Very good. Oh, that was such a wholesome yeah, joke. Yeah. Yeah. I expected that to be so filthy that I had to put it through like six <laughs> filters to work out that it was a delightful pun. I can do it all. Uh, <laughs> I, was a I, I was a follower Why? of Perix, he says. He who must not be named by the filthy council of the nine. Oh. Oh. Yeah, no, he of sucks. The nine. Exiled. No, Perix, we love. We e- love him. Exiled. We are big fans. Exiled planeswalker, he whose podium will never again be lit. Yeah. You know, blah de blah de blah. We noticed that at the court. Perix, you say? Uh, yeah, just did right then. Are you still a big fan? Big fan, <laughs> absolutely. What yeah. happened to him? Well, it uh, depends on who you ask, really. You. Ah, oh, well. <laughs> Thank you for uh, clearing that up. Well, <clears throat> Perix, uh like to tinker with things, sort of make things uh, move around. One day he made something that uh, upset the Nine so much they decided to uh, hunt him down. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe not. The Lance. Oh! <laughs> I... Yeah. We've heard of it, we've heard, we've heard of it. Uh, kind of like a crystal uh, has good, good powers to... What does it do again? Everybody oh. knows the story. It pierces the cradle, so they the say. Cradle! <laughs> That's the one. What? Oh, I bet I, I bet I haven't seen it. What a weird thing to say. <laughs> uh, mm. Of course, for his crime, it doesn't sit with the whole uh, nine known world situation. So he was, uh, he was banished into wild space. Not, ju- and, not just he, but yeah. all our people. Him and the entire giant race banished. Those fucking nine. Yeah, well, nine aren't too popular in these parts, as you can imagine. <laughs> oh, yeah, the nine are the worst. We, we yeah. killed one of them, if that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? See, what? We, we killed one we of killed them. We one of them, apparently. Oh, did you kill Morgana? Uh, I wish. Did you kill Steyer? Oh, dreaming of it. All right, who was it? Who did you kill? Uh, <laughs> just a little guy called Hyperion yeah, Max. Yeah, Hyperion Max. What a fuckhead. He's the worst, isn't he? Uh, you really? fucking like what, mate? He's, he's the fucking loser. You uh, fucking what, he mate? He cried like a child <laughs> as I uh, gouged his eyes out with yeah. my thumbs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I cut out his tongue and then put it in his own asshole. <laughs> I made him rim himself as he died. <laughs> and he was like, I, I ship Freezer really hard. <laughs> hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. 
Wait, wait, what? There was a noise I recognized from in here. <laughs> Who's okay, making so, that so cool two noise? Two things happen. Oh, no. oh. The archivist shows up and you what? I have a toothbrush. Yep. Oh, no, wait, that I, I have turned into a knife. <laughs> Which is unnecessary because you were given your weapons when you arrived. Yeah. But can I, can I, wait, just, wait, Ben. No, you're shiving him? I'm shiving him. No, All right, ben, roll shiving to shiv him. him. I'm shiving him right where his really important organs are. No, ben, do you think I was doing it to your character? Yeah. No, 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 I was saying that's what we were doing. That's how, that's how we kill Hyperion Max. <laughs> For fuck's sake. No, that doesn't count. You said that to the Titan. Yeah, I no, said no, that. No, you I, were no. saying to the Titan because we were like, "Yeah, he's this is how we like kill Hyperion Max." That's yeah, that's oh, fine. Okay, I wasn't doing it to you. And the Titan said, "You fucking what, mate?" Oh, yeah. I didn't hear that bit. Okay. Did you yeah. think Ben, in a fit of rage, <laughs> thought that you were telling him, Ben Jenkins, that what at that very moment you were tearing off his tongue and putting it up his butt? No, I thought he thought. I thought Ben thought that I was trying to attack Ajax. You're oh. a fucking robot. <laughs> All right, uh, he, he tries to shiv you, um, but he misses, and at that moment, the archivist reappears. Wow, there was a lot of cool noises coming from in here <laughs> that I know about. <laughs> hey, you guys playing nice in here? Yeah, I'm just going to go talk to some friends. And he sits in a corner and starts whittling a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> with an actual knife. <laughs> <laughs> he's, so he's doing it with like a... <laughs> Like with a claymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two-handed. Uh, Archivist, can I just ask before we go on, are there any rules in this here uh, Wild West of a uh, prison? No, it's pretty much pointless trying to enforce any of them. Anything can happen, and it often does. Um, rules, rules, rules. What are there? Ooh. Um, First-timers have to bring a partner. Wait, no, different rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, pretty much no, honestly. It's like the Wild West out here, except it's also the Wild West Wing, Wild East Wing. Who cares, you know? Uh, and is there anything, like, like, dream scenario, is this what you want in life, to be running this place? I mean, yeah, this is really wonderful. It's a repository this is the best of you knowledge. Could ever hope yeah, for. Do, you, do you have enough time for your other hobbies? I mean, I get enough time because I'm, you know, I'm only ever here when I want to. I make my own hours because the place supervises itself. And yeah, but in a way, aren't you like your own prison then? If you have to be your own boss and it's like, oh, when, you know, when really? do I clock off? Because I'm always on up here in my uh, brain. Just, I mean, what's Even when I'm trying to pleasure many other people... Whilst being pleasured myself, I'm still thinking, oh, what's going on in the House of Eternity? Um, no. And I disappear. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that'll sit with him. <laughs> I'm going to let you uh, say again, because I think you may have said something very foolish. What did you say <laughs> happened to Hyperion we Max? We were just trying to impress you. Yep, that's you, us. We're a big tough guy like you. Uh, we look. thought, ooh, we should get in that yeah. gang. Because that's what you do when you go to prison, and you join a gang. We thought you were against the nine. We've been accused of killing Hyperion Max. To no, be honest, we didn't We didn't actually we do don't it. No. There was only one in the nine that was worth his salt at all. That was Hyperion Max. Last I heard, he'd hooked up with the Dragon Friends three months back. Oh, well, that, yeah, those guys suck. <laughs> they suck? That's... that's what, are your, what are your thoughts on those guys? <laughs> I heard there was a pretty half-orc. <laughs> I heard there was a high elf whose chongus was fine. <laughs> No, that can't be the dragon friends I know of. They only had one half of, and his chongus is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody knows a lot about them, you know. Nobody knows what they look like. Everybody knows that the half-elf does have a weird dick, though. In fact, last I heard, uh, the high elf had left the group, I think. Some sort of falling out. What, what, what over? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I only have one piece of information. He's got a bad dick. Could be that. Uh, <laughs> very much that. I know they were together for some time, though, doing work for the council, you know. You're saying you're saying the the high elf left the group. Yeah, that's what I heard. Oh, he went like went out on like a like what like a, like a solo kind of endeavor. Well, is this like a McCartney and Wings situation or? I don't understand that reference. Uh... Are you familiar with? All right, the year is <laughs> 1960. <laughs> the deadline. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, look, I don't know what the situation was. I actually did hear tell they set up something in the uh, the Deadlands, but uh, that's the, what who I. Who had the high elf hat? Yeah, some kind of citadel rose it from the ground apparently. Woo! 
filled it with all kinds of magical trinkets and books. Oh. <laughs> is, this, is, it, is this clicking anything in the Nothing. old noggin? None of this is ma- ma- meaning anything to you. None of this. Oh. Any of these books all about memory? <laughs> yeah, there's uh, the... Uh, <laughs> he doesn't know that. Screenplay of Memento. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Wait, how, how does this... In what, in what exists this person <laughs> know about... The niche art film Memento, yeah. but doesn't know the Beatles. Tell you why, I'm a bloody 90s kid. <laughs> and he shows you a Buzzfeed listicle. Um, everybody make, everybody make for me a perception check and tell me what you get. Oh, that's a big old one for Thank you. Uh, about eight plus two is ten, so ten. Uh, you, you too, you too. Me? Yeah. All right. I got an eight plus three. And I'm just doing Bobby, who with um, with disadvantage gets seven. All right, so did anybody beat 14? No. Okay, great. Uh, while you are talking... Why? What would have happened? <laughs> <laughs> while you are Damn talking um, about the niche 90s art film Memento... I think it's early 2000s, but let's... <laughs> Let's None of you are, uh, because at this moment he proceeds to explain <laughs> the plot of Memento. Um, and as you all draw near, and it is about the point when he explains to you that the friend that he met at the beginning may not in fact be a friend, um, and is explaining that the woman spat in the glass. Um, Wait, is this in Memento? This is the sorry, plot of Memento. Have, have you not seen Memento? <laughs> I am sorry. Um, no, you, none of you notice a rustling a paper behind you and suddenly a, there is a shadow over you as three beings of paper and book binding um, in the sh- rough shapes of men rustling pages um, and legermain and... Legermain? What am I... What, oh. are they, are they, are like is that the an, right word? Are these like Charlemagne. An, anthropomorphized books? Charlemagne's... What? Are they book people? <laughs> it's a book golems. You get attacked by three book golems. Attacked? Um, oh, and you die. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dave. I, don't worry, I got it. <laughs> um, and they all attack, and because they they all get a round of attacks. First, the first one attacks you. Um, oh, these fucking things! The giant Ajax, and he gets with his two claw attacks a fifteen and a one. So both of them miss for you, and then they attack you, Frizo, and what's your armor class? Uh, 12. Oh, that's low. 12. <laughs> it is. Uh, you get hit by one attack, and that attack is for... Um, nine damage, and Fuck. Filge, you also get attacked, um, but they miss you as well, as they sort of rush in to attack you. And they can talk. They're like, reading a fun! Oh, let's kill it! <laughs> um, so these are made out of... They're coming down a dark corridor, as I said, which is why you miss them. They've just turned a corner, and they're right. these giant eight-foot-tall golems of... They're paper, right? Stitching, paper, um, and sort of leather-brocaded covers. Okay, my understanding of books is that they're only good for burning, so... <laughs> uh, whose go is it first? Um, oh, so in initiative order, the first one up is Freezer. All right, so into the narrow tunnel they're coming through, I'm going to cast uh, Burning Hands. Yeah, it seems like it's going to be pretty effective. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. Uh, so they've got to make a, uh, a uh, dexterity saving throw and beat 16. Okay, um, so the first one fails, the second one fails, and the third one, 13, succeeds. All right, so how much damage? All right, they do, I think it's 3d6 damage, yes. Um, so they take uh, four for 11 damage. Cool. 11, 11, and the other one takes half, half damage. damage. Yep, so six. And that's your go. The next one is Bobby, who attacks the nearest one with his short sword, but with disadvantage misses, and in fact rolls a one and drops his short sword. And then if you roll a one, he can roll again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, he, he hits. All right, go, Bobby. Yeah. <laughs> and I tie their shoelaces together. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, right. I, I go between their legs and I say, not on my watch, and I gently tuck its hair. Okay, <laughs> Give a little smooch on his face. He's not oh. a fan of using a sword, is he? But he does this time and he does nine points of damage, and the next one is you, Ajax, as you draw the giant claymore that you didn't use when you shipped. And then Phil. I look at it, and I go, no! And I pull out my toothbrush. All right. <laughs> And I, and I uh, we will say that he knows something that they don't know, which is that the book blight golems that sort of haunt 
this library have vulnerability to toothbrush shivs. Yep, it's all in the notes. Uh, he goes for the stitching that, that holds. You know, there's like stitching mm. in, in book. He, 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 he tries to worry at that. So he rolls a... Uh, that is a two. He has a, a multi-attack, I forget. Oh, yeah. What, just roll that, one of them. That is a two, and again. Oh, well, that doesn't matter. All, All right. right. He misses. Congratulations. Filch. Um, I'm just going to follow up with some fire with more fire. Fight fire alongside fire, as oh, they say. Oh, by the way, with the moment you used fire on them, they sort of reared back and it seemed to do like twice as much damage to Fucking them. yes. So I'm going to use my flail of fire. I'm going to yep. flail at the nearest one. Um, 13 and that's plus a 7 is 20. 20. Oh, 20 is good. 20 is a critical. Uh, congratulations. Everybody here a little bit more sedate out of respect for oh. Simon's kid. And <laughs> it wasn't a natural, so that's... So you do uh, double one, double damage and then double D8 it again. 1d8 plus 2d6 plus 9. What the shit? That's plus 4 plus, plus 4. Plus 4, okay. Uh, it's 1, a 1, and a 4. Yeah, 6 plus 10, so double that 20. 20, and you doubled it again for... You did oh. double the dice and then you double it? Yeah, that's 40 damage then. No, no. You roll it t- twice as many dice. It doesn't matter. Six, 26 damage. All right. Um, so th- that that's going to be enough to consume one of them. And they burst into fire and fall back. The other two are there. How are you feeling, Phil? I'm feeling good. It's been a while since I fought. It has, seems that way. Just good? Just good. <laughs> what do you mean? What? Uh, They're just paper. I'm not going to waste it. All right, they attack next. Um, Only two of them are left. One of them attacks at you, Friezo. And it attacks and it hits you twice. So that's going to be 6, 8, 14, and 13. So 27 points of damage. Oh, all right. Double hit. And Maybe I should have been a bit more cranky. The, <laughs> <laughs> the other one attacks you, Ajax, and it deals. Um, it only hits you once, and yep. it hits you for 9, 14, 16 points of damage. He's fine. All right, well, Frieza's dead. Frieza's dying? Yeah. Okay, Frieza starts to die. How many hit points do you have? 32. All right. Um, then that seems very low for level 6. And huh? one of the... One of the golems says, a real book can knock you down. (laughs) Too soon, man. Too soon. (laughs) Bobby rolls next. He gets a six and a three, so neither of them hit. Ajax, you're up. Uh, I try the toothbrush thing again. And this time I roll a 19. All right. Congratulations. Well done. That's a, we'll call that vulnerability. So what is a toothbrush? Um, (laughs) I I should point out it's the pointy end of a toothbrush that I've sharpened with a very sharp and powerful weapon. D6. Yeah, if anything, the Plus toothbrush was learning from the sword. All right. Exactly. <laughs> 16 points of damage. Put me down for 500. <laughs> Filch, you're up. I just remembered... <laughs> well, you just saw Frizo die. That Frizo left the dragon friends. <laughs> and I'm really mad at Frizo. So I attack him. No. Uh, <laughs> just real kick him in the dick while he's down. <laughs> uh, but I... Uh, and I take out my anger... And frustration and confusion on the the two annoying books. Great. Okay, you can make attack. You now get a bonus attack as well. Um, great. Well, I'm going to keep using my flail of fire. Yes, that's right. What? <laughs> I get two twenties, don't I, Dave? Yeah, I was just giving you. <laughs> Never mind. Um, okay, so you um, with an eight and eighteen plus four, one of them hits. Yeah. Uh, it's plus seven, so it's 15 and 25. Oh, okay, um, still one of them hits. <laughs> oh, I'm overwhelmed. Um, oh, no, so sorry, both hit, both hit, both my, hit. My damage, this one, that. So I, that's that, six, <laughs> 11, and then I do that again. Is that right? Yep, so that's 22. And then I do four, four, two, so not 10. 10, which becomes uh, 20. So swinging... No, plus another four, because it's plus... Anyway, it doesn't matter, sorry. It's so funny the amount of skills you can learn over like the amount of years you guys have been doing this show. Yeah, in the Malcolm Gladwell scale of things, how long have we been playing? Can you've you put so many hours into them? playing D&D badly that you can, you've gotten really good at playing it badly. It's amazing um, how you cannot learn something if you don't want to. Bilge <laughs> <laughs> goes into a faraway place and then swings her um, flail of fire in a figure eight 
and then starts just smacking the shit out of these golems. It's painful to watch. It's kind of embarrassing. At first it's invigorating and exciting, but then as she keeps hitting them, it kind of becomes embarrassing and Ajax and Bobby sort of look away as they are reduced to cinders and pulp. Uh, once they fall Settle down... Settle down, we're not making paper mache. She keeps just starts stomping on them. Like, what are those squiggles on your pages? <laughs> As she destroys the book blight golems, they both collapse and crack. And you have, congratulations, you have defeated the three book blights. Um, and Frizo continues to die. He doesn't uh, look so good. Ajax, are there any um, uh, doctors uh, imprisoned, you know, for malpractice or anything? <laughs> malpractice yes, or just. There's one, but he's not very good. Yeah, I seem to recall one of yeah one. He was brought here for being part of a really unfunny improv troupe. <laughs> uh, okay, a short time later in the uh, filthy clinic of Doctor Dave, the no, third no, MD. It. No, no, let, I, I don't want to do this easy. Let's let, let's let's play out the story. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want this to be like some Frizo's fine thing. This should be. This should feel real and should be a risk. You're about to go see a doctor whose big qualification is improvising. <laughs> so I think you'll be okay. I don't know. I, I, well, you can do what you want, Dave. But I feel like that's too easy for Frizo. Hi, I'm Dr. Dave. I'm here from huffing a lot of painkillers. How can I help you? <laughs> Dr. Dave, uh, my, my friend here is dying. Please, please help him. Well, if we'd flashed forward, I probably would have. But uh, <laughs> since we haven't, what's in it for me? Uh, oh, I like all his stuff. Can I have that? Uh, yeah, you can have whatever uh, you like. Great, I'm having this magic sword. Um, can I have this spell book? Sure. These pants? Yeah, yeah, there's All right, I'm uh, taking a the backpack. Oh, there's I didn't even think of that. I'll take the backpack. You like guns? Oh, has he got a gun? Yeah, he's got a gun. <laughs> oh, I'll take oh. that as well. So I'll take the backpack, the gun, the sword, the spell book, and the pants. Backpack, gun, sword, spell book, pants. And he hands you a paracetamol. <laughs> um, I, I start to choke him. <laughs> All right. I'll uh, be like, do proper magic. <laughs> uh, All right. Oh, great. And he makes a medicine check and he rolls 15. And congratulations, you're stabilized. One hit point. That will be all your stuff. Goodbye forever. And he leaves. <laughs> <laughs> the archivist disappeared. And he's like, wow, it's just like a scene from a medical drama. <laughs> you guys ever watch that? Like Chicago Hope? You ever see that? They took it off the air a while ago. It's like that one show where it's the Ajax doctor just was no grumpy. 90s TV shows. <laughs> no, that was also. <laughs> um, great. So you 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 guys are restored, and Ajax is still with you. Ajax, now. Fuck. Me think. <laughs> me think we have more in common than you think. I know you feel upset, Hing, but on the plus side, you have your pride because you didn't do it the easy way. <laughs> you got follow. You got fellow followers of Perix on the outside. Trying to get you out. Well, most of all, the Titans have been uh, banished to a uh, an outside world in the uh, wild space. We've Castles been there. in the what? Yeah, we've been there. How did you How did you go there? Oh, a dirty little goblin took us there in a cannon. <laughs> Wait, you you you've you've seen my people? They survived. They endure. Mm-hmm. They're doing so well, and they miss you. <laughs> In what fact, did they wait, say? Who did you say, meet? Who did you, you say meet? Your name was Ajax. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they were all asking oh, about you. They were, you know, oh, they there's were a like, big hey. statue there, but somehow you're even bigger than the statue they made of you. Mm. <laughs> and and, and Perix, did you meet Perix? Yeah, we met Perix. First Perics. of our people. Uh, yeah. Well, we, we met Perix. You know what? I uh, hugged him. He hugged me. It was very cool. And his helm? Does he have the helm? The helm. Oh, his that... magical helmet that allows him to travel between worlds. Oh. We we saw that and he was wearing it and no one took it. <laughs> well, that's just a weird thing to say. And you know what? He gave us, he actually gave us the lands for safekeeping. It's on our ship. He looks for a moment overjoyed, overjoyed and then crestfallen as he goes, what point is this? It is good to know that my people survive, but we will be lost here forever for no one escapes this place. Only one person ever managed it and no one knows how they did it. But what was their name? Well, actually, it's interesting you say because that person wore a fake face and a fake name the entire time he was here. It was only two months ago. But I'm not sure. Ned's name was Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe John Travolta. <laughs> it's hard to. It's, no one could know that man's face. I knew it once, for I saw him do it. But the archivist took that memory from me, and now it resides in one of his studies. But I do 
know the name still, though I shouldn't by all rights. And he start, as he says this, he starts to unbuckle the chainmail shirt that he's wearing and pulling it back. For before he could take my memory, I carved it into my own skin so that I would not forget. <laughs> Just like Memento! <laughs> and as he does, he rolls back his sleeve and in an almost childlike script, a scar has formed on his wrist and on it you can read the word Frizo. What? <laughs> oh man! Frizo, the, the dragon friend with the bad dick? Yes, even that dragon Fine. friend with the terrible dick. Well, I, I'd, never, I'd never known their names at all. I just knew uh, them as the no, dragon. No, also, what's this all about having a bad dick? What's this about having a bad dick? No, you said you'd heard of them and you agreed he had a bad no, dick. No, the song, the songs are very specific. There goes Freezer with his perfectly normal dick. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like that doesn't scan. <laughs> the no it goes the normal direction and is normally thick. <laughs> Just what an happened? average size and girth and taste. Are you finished? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> when you see it, you don't go, is that a swizzle stick? <laughs> <laughs> Here goes Frizo, let's speak of his dong. Everybody knows that it is really normal. (laughs) 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 What what happened to Frizo? What happened to him? Yeah, what happened to Frizo? What happened to Frizo? All I can tell you is what I knew before the archivist took my memories that Frieza was here not three months ago, that he somehow did the impossible and escaped this prison with no doors, escaped this prison of which there can be no escape. And I saw it happen, but that memory is no longer for me. It is but another orb in the archivist's study, another trophy for him to marvel over, gone from my memory forever. But this shows there's still a way. We're gonna find your memory. We're gonna find Frizo, and we're gonna take you back to your family. Yeah, once I oh, see this Frizo, I'm gonna compliment him on his dick. <laughs> but how can the dragon friends find a memory in a maze with no end? What of this archivist's study, and how can one find an entrance amidst no exits? And even if one can, how can one escape from a prison that cannot be escaped? And I've fallen into a loop for the answers to questions that can not be answered for how can one escape from a prison with no walls. Tune in to the next episode of Dragon Friends. Thank you. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Eden Lacey, Michael Hing and Simon Grinder and they're DM by Dave Harmon with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins. Shakira Khan designs the website. The podcast is mixed by Beth McMullen and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre. Music this episode was by Dan and Liam Scarrett, and I was the special guest. My name is Tom Walker, and you can check out uh, mine and Demi Lardner's podcast, BigSoftTitty.png, that's all one word, or just do yourself a favour and search our names on the Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. I don't know how you live. Maybe you're one of those Stitcher people. But if you are, please be kind to yourself and uh, get another app, because I've tried using it and it's a goddamn nightmare. Anyway, that's enough from me. Bye. Bye.